Welcome back again to the Heavy Shell Podcast. I'm your host, David Richards, and with me, I used to say always, but let's be honest, it's been a little spotty lately. We're going to get back on track with that. I have Luca. Heyo. And Moose. Hello, hello. And uh, today's going to be kind of a chill stream. You know, we got a lot of games coming out. Haven't played them all. I've been sucked back into Minecraft against my will, it feels, at this point. <laughs> the um, pull is too strong. Yeah. Well, I want to do so much, but I also know so little. Yeah, that's, like, that's you, the plight of There's like gamer. actual engineering going on in that game that you can do. It's just mind-blowing. I'm just now happy that I got diamond pickaxes, let alone enchanting them, you know? Oh, yeah. Wow. Way to, way to brag about your insane wealth. <laughs> well, See, have, uh, like, what we need to do is redistribute those uh, those diamond pickaxes among the people of the server. The resources that you used you know, to make it's, that it's diamond pickaxe could have made three diamond shovels. We mentioned we mentioned actually doing that at one point, and then uh, someone was very much against that. Was was I included in these enough, discussions? What do you mean we mentioned? No, me and the uh, server admin. I was like, oh. is there something we could do to make it? nice to have get you know give people sort of a safety net make it easier to start off should should we do that on our server and um one person in particular was like no way jose don't do that i'm gonna punch down this tree and ironically enough (laughs) that person um put out well i mean that person orchestrated conspiracy against the server and had their friends blow up all of the factories of rimbo and the other one took out an assassination attempt on me, which I will say was successful. Because when I went onto the server to investigate what had been blown up, they were waiting for me at the doorway, at the side, and like stabbed me like all mafia style. So what you're saying is we don't tolerate enemies of the state on our heavy shelf communist Minecraft server? <laughs> no, I just merely mentioned maybe <laughs> just a safety net, and they're like, no, no. Like they were like, we will not. <laughs> Oh, that's pretty funny. That being said, I didn't, I didn't know no, all of those details. They're no longer with us on the server. But, um... Uh, who, who set up the monument to them? Well, that was the server manager. Um, that was the person who stabbed me, so we made an example of him. Everyone else, we, we, we will let their memory fade peacefully. Hmm. But, the, the man <laughs> with the knife... A moment of silence. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, while we're on Minecraft, like, I thought I was doing so good with uh, my little, hey, I'm, hey David, I'm going to hollow out a mountain. That'll be fun, right? No. Now I have a really empty mountain with no idea what to build in it. And then I just go down the street just a little bit away in Minecraft, and we have this guy, York, that's on the server now. He even knows more than Rimbo, who Rimbo's kind of like my engineer. Goodness. And if you go on there, you'll notice a man holding it. Okay, it's not a man. It's a statue of greatness holding his nation's flag. And he has like 
a beach style home, but it's not on the beach. It's just like all nice and futuristic and modern looking. And I'm like, I'm over here with my like brick stone and cobbled <laughs> stairs, and that's it. Why are you trying to make Dirt Hut look bad, man? Take it down I'm a just, few notches. I'm just saying, like, I was so happy with my uh, efforts in Minecraft, and I just go down the street, and I'm like, oh, this is like home and gardening television style home right here. It is impressive. Yeah. I think Minecraft provides the very valuable life experience to children um, where you learn that someone is much better than you at something, <laughs> and you either accept it or your world collapses around you. It's true. And, you know, we really need to be instilling those values into our kids. Well, so, like, creepers, is, is, you know, that, that's talking of, about the danger of financial bubbles and actual bombs. There you go. Teaching lessons all but, around. But speaking of values that we should be instilling, um, not cheating is one of them. Ooh. And especially when you say in Minecraft, it helps you understand when someone's better than you. Sometimes you need to understand... In Fortnite, people are just better than you. Yeah, ninja. And you probably shouldn't <laughs> cheat. You probably shouldn't cheat to get ahead. <laughs> it's it's technically not cheating. It's creative use of game mechanics. So, it, that that's just it. It's cheating. It's cheating. Yeah. And so, for those of you who may not know what we're talking about, we're talking about uh, Phase Jarvis. He did a YouTube. The thing is, I don't even think he was trying to cheat. Um, he, to my understanding, he was just making an aimbot YouTube video. Yeah, he he said <laughs> just that he to was, show the consequences of aimbotting. I guess I don't know. Well, he said that he was thinking about quote unquote in his statement uh, that he made, just thinking about entertaining you guys or something along those lines. You know, he he was doing it for the entertainment of the fans, which I actually kind of believe to be honest, because like, I mean, I do as well. I do. Why else would you now, record it and put it up on yeah, on YouTube? I don't like believing that people are that stupid to record themselves cheating in a game for the sake of cheating in a game. Cheating in the game. Yeah, I uh, And so the thing is though is that we know aimbots like it's one thing if you find some cheat or some exploit that it's like, it, th- this is kind of too good to be true. Like, this is cheating, right? But you're just not sure because it's not popular yet. The, the jury is out on aimbotting. We know that's cheating. Yeah. Yeah. If, very, if, very if you think so, that it's think not it's... cheating, I mean, it, you're just incorrect. Look, dude, it's, it's not cheating. It's just enhancing my natural mouse-moving abilities. Yeah. Pulling a pulling a Lance Armstrong on us. It's it is the steroid of the clicker fingers. <laughs> and so one thing is, if anyone was uh, anyone else caught doing this, they banned, and that's it. Zero tolerance. Yeah. And this is a lifetime ban, and a lot of people have simply just said, "Good." Yeah, and, and that is, gets. to clarify, that, that is exactly what has happened to uh, the guy, I can't remember his name right now, the, the FaZe guy, right? He FaZe got ban- Jarvis. Yeah. Yes, FaZe Jarvis. He has been banned for life, just like anyone else would be. They have a zero tolerance problem. Sorry, go on. Now, another thing to point out is that this guy is 17, so for life, and you're a Fortnite player, and you make money off of Fortnite content. Yeah. This does kind of hurt. Like, it doesn't hurt me. I'm like, hey, man. <laughs> like, I'm feeling fine. But 
No, it puts me I in imagine this pain. is a new kind of pain for him. At like 17, he, he probably was not ready for this. Yeah, I mean, he's got all of this in front of him, right? You know, he, he has made it, you know, or at least for the moment, right? He's, he's probably making a lot of money. Good money doing that, right? You know, popular content. And then mm-hmm. one, one or two videos, however many it was, slips out from under him. And it, yeah, like, time, yeah, time oh. to learn a new game, huh? And he can't even blame anyone else. It's entirely his fault, right? Which that's yeah. got a sting. He can't even get, be mad at someone, you know? That was the I mean, sound look, of the sting. Call, Call of Duty is back for the most part. I'll tell you about that. I've been playing that for a little bit. Pretty sure the kids are snorting something every time I respawn. Because um, they're just so fast. And uh, no mercy. Like, maybe I'm just old, but I move as if I'm someone in wartime. It's like, wait, wait, we can talk this out. And like, I'm dead by the time <laughs> I get that out, you know? Oh, <laughs> man. So yeah, you can learn through. how to play that. That's... So it's, it's like, you're clearly going for point C. I want point B. Let's let's just meet up later. We, we don't have to do this. And then they shot me in the face. Yeah, if, if, he's, got, if he's got those Fortnite skills, this isn't the complete end of the world for him. He can totally hop on to some other game. And I'm sure to an extent, gaming skills carry over, right? It's not like I'm an expert at Mario Kart, but then you move me over to it's Crash Bandicoot so. Racing and I can't it's not one figure for out how one. to move, you know? I don't know. It's I, not one for one, but if you're disciplined in it, uh, at least Ninja, like if you hear him talk about it, he goes into detail on the H3 podcast. Um, it's not like he was only a Fortnite pro. He's been practicing on gaming from the get-go. Yeah. I mean, there's some stuff I'm never going to get into. Like, I don't care to be a Fortnite champion or anything. But there's a whole other class of systems that you can learn and ticks and tricks of just how you treat your wrists in a match and stuff. Like, I move my mouse in foreign ways compared to these pros and how they <laughs> do their thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, so a lot of that does carry over. It's not simply, nope. You only know this mechanics of this game, and you're screwed after that. I know. Um, Didn't uh, Ninja say something about his ban, though? Yes. Ninja thinks that he shouldn't have been banned for life, and I think that's elitism talking. Okay. So, I I have an opinion here. Uh Uh-oh. All right. Cancel the stream. (laughs) Shut it down. Cancel culture at work, my guy. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so what? Basically, the thing is that I I understand the zero tolerance policy, right? For for cheating, because if they let people get away with it, right, then it it ruins the game for everyone. You know, it'd be like I don't know playing GTA Five with a lot of Russians on the server. Um, <laughs> that was a joke. Um, Why are there tanks falling from the sky? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um. Uh. And and so, like, I get that, right? And if they are going to have a zero-tolerance policy for the pleb, you know, the, the everyman, the, the mm-hmm. uh, me who's bad at Fortnite, right? Um, then they have to be consistent with this. They have to do it for everyone. And therefore, it was the correct decision to make to do it to this guy, right? However, Uh-oh. they also gave, like, way le- and, and as far as I know, he did this in, like, normal games. I don't think he did this in, like, uh, any, like, big match games, right? And mm-hmm. pe- they got, uh, they did like two week bans for people, uh, like con- doing little conspiracies to help each other in like the qualifying matches, right? Like two week bans, 
for cheating True, and in, that's, in and qualifying then, matches that's for still an actual cheating. championship, which is still and cheating, that, exactly, right? So to the letter of the law, yes, this was the correct thing to do, and I don't think they could reasonably not do it, especially, you know, not without getting called, you know, elitist, which it would be elitist not to punish him. However, I mm-hmm. can see from a certain perspective how, you know, one would go, well, those guys got two weeks for for cheating in a you know in something that matters. Why does he get life for not even cheating in like a way that he was trying to get ahead? He was just entertaining his audience, you know. Well, that's where you win me over to your side, and that you know cheating is cheating. And if they've shown a history of like, here's the punishment for cheating. Now we're just gonna make an example out of this one because you happen to do it on a YouTube video. Like now you're just trying to flex. But yeah. Then again, then again, the community, which is a big part of Fortnite, they do have a voice. They're all like, "Yeah, oh no!" Get like, don't get me wrong. I think he definitely should have been banned, right? Because again, like, you have to be consistent with something like this. And as someone points out in chat, uh, he he was talking about how you know, like, oh, the aimbot, you know, so good, you know, and like in a way that that is encouraging his audience to uh to to you you know to cheat, right? And presumably had a lot of people watching them. And, well, I'm sorry, but Fortnite is a game largely played by uh, small boys, right? Uh, <laughs> children, right? Um, small uh, boys. <laughs> I I'm, of ro- I'm of robust size. <laughs> and I'm a man. Uh, Military man. I, I, like, I meant, like, as in, like, like young children, but, like... For yeah, some see, reason- that's how you say it. Young children. <laughs> Go on, we're just, go on. We're just gonna brush over that and move on. Um, so like I, I get it, you know, he definitely should have been banned, but I can also kind of understand where someone would say, Well, what you know, why is this not more consistent? It doesn't feel fair from a certain perspective. I think it's what they should have done, but I'm back and forth on this now because look, I really wanna be just, but then when you see that he did say stuff like, oh, we're going to do another video if we get enough likes. Oh, you're going to make a habit out of just aimbotting people? Yeah. Because then it comes down to Epic's going to do what they're going to have to do to keep their gaming environment as pure as they can. Yeah. Um, Because I know while I was playing Call of Duty, I couldn't tell if anyone was cheating. There were a lot of people in the chat saying like, oh, there's people cheating already. Mm. And I just know how bad that must have felt for anyone who's like oh i paid 60 bucks for this game and already i can't enjoy it like then it comes down to like just time wasted because you're having to deal with cheaters yeah and then then you have an inferior product you have an inferior product because someone else wanted to do it for the lulls yeah and then it's like mm, no we're a business screw you yeah yeah it, like exactly banned i mean like i, I definitely think consistency obviously supremely important when handling these we 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 saw the issue with blizzard enforcing rules inconsistently um Mm -hmm. i'm going to take the the opposite side of this Uh, maybe the inverse side of it not that it was okay for him to cheat but i think that when you have a game like fortnite and you have these big players with names that are recognizable uh, you have to hold them to a higher standard than anyone else because they represent your game and they mm. represent who you value playing your game. And people look up to them, yeah. Exactly. So, so I'm, I'm, taking, I'm taking the other side. I'm saying, yeah, he should have been banned for this. I, I don't think any question. Because 
If he was like, all right, we're going to see just how much of an advantage aimbotting gives. I've talked to the people at Epic. I've worked it out, right? If, if he showed that he actually cared to analyze the gameplay effects that this has or anything that seems to be, I don't know, a positive overall outcome, then I would say, yeah, I don't know why they would have done that. But I mean, y- you can't have the people that all the community, and I say all the community, I mean, obviously exaggerating, a lot of the community looks up to and recognizes and follows acting in this way and not let them and not ban them. You know, you, you have to treat these people like they're important and they're and they're a key part and you can't have them goofing off. Mm-hmm. There was a point then, in there somewhere. I'm sure you got it. Yeah, yeah I, I don't disagree. I, I was just going to violently agree with it by barreling through Luca as he was trying to talk. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> oh, I, I was doing the same thing. I was like, I don't disagree with that. I'm, I'm just saying well, I get from because you're right, though. I mean, look. They they both got what they wanted out of it. Epic made an example. This dude's made money off of Fortnite. Come on. You had a good run. You're 17. You got the, your life ahead of you. Yeah. It's a lifetime ban. Yes. But there's other games. Call of Duty, PUBG. You'll be fine. If not, this will be a good experience of uh, character building, for sure. I that don't... cheating doesn't always pay off. I guess, mm. like... You keep saying, like, oh, he can just go to another game and we'll be fine. And to be fair, you know, like, yeah, probably. But at the same time, I mean, time, especially with everyone's, his following. Everyone's just sort of been going, yeah, good. Right. And I, I, I'm interested to see how a community for another game would react with him trying to, you know, come into it, whether they'd be like, no, fuck you, cheater. You know, like, I don't know. Well, it also, Maybe. it also depends on the kind of cheat and stuff. Like, again, we all agree, aimbotting bad. But then there's other cheats where people are like, oh, this well, I just found an exploit in the game. Like, it's just not my fault the devs are bad. It's like, well, but th- they put a message out, don't do this. They just can't get around the patch. You're still doing the thing. You're making the experience horrible for everyone else. Mm-hmm. Good stop. You know, it just depends. I mean, you, really, it's up to the devs. They're going to be the ones that have to draw the line. Like, this is cheating. This is bad. Here's why. That's it. Yeah. Um, and regardless of where the community feels about it, it's just in this case, they're really in too much of two sides. Everyone I've seen, for the most part, with the exception of a comment here or there, is all like, good, ban them. But I wonder if that's also saltiness because they're just playing Fortnite, not making money off of it, and they get to see someone taken down, you know? Uh, I don't know. Like, again, I think, I think a lot of people probably, like, even even who don't play Fortnite, I think people hate a cheater. Fun- I really do. Fun- That's the thing. Also, Funky Finch keeps on bringing up some good points in the chat. He lives in a fourteen million dollar mansion with other Phase Clan. Yeah, he'll be fine. <laughs> he'll be fine. I don't know if, oh, yeah, if no, I see him I, on I don't the street asking for some fine, pennies. But I, I just I'm I'll just, consider doing something with that. I don't think he won't be what? fine. I'm just curious to see like how people would react when he moves into another. Uh, community like don't oh, don't do take anything i'm saying will, for like an attempt do you think, well do you think the community will follow him and be like don't trust this guy he's bad well yeah exactly and, like, that's what i'm saying he, i i'm wondering if he's gonna uh, like a bad reputation is gonna follow him and i i won't feel bad for him don't get me wrong like i don't feel bad for him and i i don't think he i i, I 100 agree he should have been banned and everything I'm, right i'm, I'm looking at it i'm as just a, sort of playing like i'm just trying to explain why someone would have that other position potentially not take no that makes sense yeah 
Um, I'm looking at it as him as a YouTuber and how there are some YouTubers that have done some bad stuff. Logan Paul, for instance. Went to the forest, videotaped a dead guy by accident. By, by, by accident. accident. Yeah, I know how, I love how we're both like, well, accident. I say by accident because, like, I don't think they thought that they really would find one, but when they did find one, <laughs> they is, didn't handle it well. well. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm sure they didn't. Sheer like, stupidity. Common sense says, common sense says, if you go into that kind of force, you're going to find it. But anyway, like, I, I'm sure they. My didn't, point like, is, my point up, is, sorry. we're not going into that. <laughs> my point is that even he has had a redemption arc. <laughs> I don't. In, I feel in like large quotes again, redemption arc. I I feel like most people still hate I mean, Logan. You you say large quotes? No, that's. Dude, I, I, I don't think his, his original stuff. followers Just as someone who's cared. into podcasts, yeah, his original followers don't care. And you have people bigger than him pretty much giving him the attaboy, don't worry, we acknowledge you. And they're like just because they want access to his millions of fans, and then he gets access of legitimacy of like, look, I have so-and-so on my podcast. They're not judging me. Everybody loves me. The whole forest thing. They're not getting on me. They're not getting on me. This person says they forgave me. Man, you just being a hater, man. Like, he he, he has a redemption arc. And then he's getting a lot of respect through different um, mediums, like, because he's doing the boxing stuff. He's had MMA fighters on his podcast and everything. I'm saying there can be a redemption arc. So what do you guys think Faze Jarvis could do to redeem himself? Because I think you're right, Luca, in that right now he can't just jump from game to game. Uh, cry in front of a camera. Cry in front of a camera. Did that. I actually <laughs> don't feel... I feel even happier that it kept me. Uh, the thing is, like... The tears I, didn't work on me. I, I almost feel like don't apologize would have been a better tactic, right? And I, I know that that's kind of a meme, like never apologize, you know? But I, I kind of I kind of think it would have been the right way to go because... I, I, like effectively just kind of fervently state your case well, I'm like yeah, look, exactly. i you, wasn't in a competitive i was just making youtube content when you really look at it, i played like two matches was it worth a lifetime of punishment and i like, don't i don't necessarily agree with that position again i i think as a practical matter he had to be banned right but if he had just sat there and, you know st- you know like uh straight face stone face stiff upper, uh stiff upper lip and just gone look I did this to entertain my audience. I did not do it to get ahead. I did not do it to this, that, you know, blah, 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 right? And there would still be a million counterarguments to that, right? But I feel like, in a way, he would have been better off with going that direction, almost. Because it is, there's some level of legitimacy to that defense, in, in a sense. I, like, I think, or more, I guess, I think some people would, would sympathize with it, right? And, you know, he could let it blow over. Whereas I think, you know, crying in front of a camera is only going to yeah. make it a bigger ordeal, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I guess it depends on, does he want to, you know, uh, like, plant, you know, more uh, 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 sort of eyeballs on this by making a bigger drama thing, or does he want to, you know, just move on? You know? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, knows? I, I don't think, if I was the judge, right? And, and, you know, I'm sitting there and I got my, the judge wig on and a hammer, but it's like a Home Depot hammer because I can't afford a good gavel. Um, and I have to, have to give the ruling on this. I don't think there's any argument he could have made that he was, he, that he shouldn't have been banned. Um, 
that, that I would listen to. Just because of how it's presented in the video. He he seems very nonchalant about it. Very supportive about let's how go, good it is. Let's get these likes. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's like, all right. And, and let's especially ruin when other at, people's this game is a experience. big player who is creating content for the community at the expense of other players. Well, hold on, man. We can't. You're actively doing something that gives you an unfair advantage. Not not for the pros, who of course where all the money is, but for mm-hmm. the community that keeps the game alive. Like, we can't have that. Get out of here. Shoo shoo. Go cry yeah. in front of a camera, please. Yeah. Like, how, how would you, I guess when it comes to going back to like the the idea of he should just state his case or should have just stated his case and moved on. I think I don't think it would. I don't think he could reasonably make the case that he shouldn't have been banned, right? But I think you could make the case that he, regardless of whether or not he should have been banned, what he did wasn't all that bad, you know? And, he, you know, he could have said, it, you know, it really wasn't all that bad. I wasn't in this. I wasn't in this. You know, blah, blah, blah. I get, you know, the complaint, you know, acknowledge that, like, yeah, okay, so that was probably bad because I might have, you know, uh, encouraged my support base to do X, Y, and Z, but done it in a way that wasn't crying or, or you know, pouty or anything. Right, mm-hmm. like just done it in a, a very straightforward, respectable manner, and then I think that would have been made it a lot easier than it, it's going to be now for him to move on and you know as as Funky Finch said, you know, uh, do vlogs and podcasts and you know another game or whatever. Right? I think it would make it easier to sort of put this behind him if he in a sort of respectable way just said, "Look, I don't think it was that bad. I won't do it again because I do see the downsides of it." You know, like eh, moved on. You know, I handled it in a mature fashion. Yes. yes, and I'm not well, saying I'm I'm not saying I wouldn't end up crying in front of a camera. I'm I'm a, a <laughs> weak boy, right? But like, so so there we go. We've uh, we've solved this problem. So those of you keeping count of problems solved at home, I would say we're ca- like what you, number? That's like the seventh problem that we've solved. Those of you so uh, keeping count of problems solved by uh, Gen Z and uh, <laughs> we're not. We're not going to mention the boomer, the zoomer warrior, but we're going to barrel on. Um, <laughs> barrel on. What an antiquated thing to say. Huh? Go on. Go on. You're messing up my segues. I got nothing now. Make me feel like a boomer. Uh, barrels. Segues. Those yeah. were in Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong used to be a new game. New games. Am I right, guys? Wow. That's back, rough. Back in my day. No, um. What? Well, uh, that's what we get for interrupting my segue. See, <laughs> just silence. long silence. Okay, we'll stop. I'm sorry. I hope you all enjoyed that. We're going to get into the AAA section of this podcast. And that we all know around, I've always known it to be October. I don't know, maybe people were just delayed or behind this year. But kind of November now, we have triple hitter Ooh. of uh, AAA games coming out with Call of Duty, Death Stranding, and. Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, As so you notice, I was hesitant on that last one because I'm like, Fallen Order. Hmm? I'm keeping, I'm keeping count. Call of yeah. Duty, Death Stranding, Fallen, Fallen, Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, yeah, that's three games. I said triple A or triple A. I can count. Um, so now that we've confirmed, they're all counting still. That. Which of these three are you guys in? Um, 
looking forward to maybe get your hands on. Or if you can't get your hands on it, you're wondering, okay, if it is good, then I'll try it. Um, I guess in order of interest, I'm going to put Death Stranding just solidly at the top, right? Mm-hmm. Like that game, what uh, what I have sort of looked at, because I, I, as I've said before on this podcast, I try not to expose myself to too much. Because part of what I enjoy about a new game is sort of the unexpected, the what I don't know, right? Um, but from from what you know, I have looked at it, it has really captured my attention. Uh, in second place, I think Call of Duty, uh, because, mm. well, it's Call of Duty, and I've never really gotten that into that franchise. And hey, you know, like it'll be maybe it'll be pretty good, you know. Um, that's not to say I haven't played Call of Duty games. I've I've played a few of them, but I've never been like really into it, you know. I mean, it's it's a staple of gaming. Just how Forza is for racing, Call of Duty is for shooters. I'd be very confused if there was someone out there who hadn't managed to play a Call of Duty game or two in their time. But you know what I mean. I, I, you know, I'm just sort of like, hey, you know, like this could be interesting. So, you know, we'll get, we'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll check it out maybe. And then at the bottom, I'm definitely going to have to put uh, Fallen Order just because I'm, I'm, I, I, I've been sort of, I was a very big fan of Star Wars as a kid, and then it sort of faded a little bit, and then with the new movies, I got really, really burnt out on Star Wars. Extra and crispy. I'm just sort of like, if it's a, if everyone says it's a great game, maybe I'll check it out. And I want to hear, I want to hear <sighs> Moose's too. Sorry, but then I have some follow up for yours, Luca. Yeah. Um. So, I. G- the only thing that would make me interested in Call of Duty, this this is a very unpopular opinion, I think, um, is a uh, good split screen against bots. That is how I always have played Call of Duty because I don't want to mess with Xbox Live. Um, so far, Black Ops Two takes the cake for best split screen against bots. I don't know if this one has it. I mean, I don't have the console to run it anyway. But assuming I did, that's what would make me interested. I have heard. Basically, all good things about it. Um, so you know, it, it's not something that I would shun, but I, I, I think I don't think it's very likely. Um, I don't think Death Stranding would interest me at all. I, I, I would, I would probably get bored um, and want to play something else. Uh, so, so what has to be at the top of my list, using that mindset, would be a Jedi Fallen Order. Is that is that the actual title, Jedi Fallen Order? Rise of the Jedi Fallen? No, that doesn't make any sense. I believe it is. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. Huh. It sounds incomplete. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I, I, I've seen some promotional stuff for it. it. It reminded me of, in a way, Darksiders, because it's that same kind of single-player adventure game. You're using the Force a lot to manipulate your environment, almost like a, a Legend of Zelda game, but instead of gadgets, you just have the Force. Um. It seemed fun. It looked fun. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put a cent toward it until I see reviews, though, because goodness gracious. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. EA Star Wars Battlefront Two. I looked at that and I said, "This game looks like Star Wars. It looks real good." And that did not mean it was good by any means. <laughs> so yeah, I would oh, be cautious, that... but I'm hopeful for for Fallen Order. So. For me, Death Stranding, number one. That's why I chuckled when you said, I have no interest in Death Stranding. They can take it off the shelves for all I care. Um, 
That's my number one, which I'm going to be playing on stream later today. Ooh. What time? Number two well, actually, is... Doesn't, doesn't I don't matter know for you guys who are yeah. listening to the podcast right now. You, know, yeah. you should catch us live. <laughs> 2 p.m. Now, Eastern um, Standard Time on Twitch. Yeah, get good. True. <laughs> get good at watching us. Yeah. Um, more frequently and often, please. We want viewers. Um, my second actually is going to be Fallen Order, even though for the most part I've given up on Star Wars. But this is Respawn. Have you guys played the Titanfall 2 campaign? I've not played the Titanfall 2 campaign. Luca, how about you? Uh, no, I, I played about and that five is seconds under, of it. And, and if, I mean you guys, if you guys had played it, you would be way more hyped for Fallen Order. Because it is in good hands. I think it's going to end up being one of those sneak hits of like, oh man, I said my goodbyes to Star Wars already because the last movie, and now i got to get back into it. I feel like it could be that good. Mm. We'll see, though. I mean, yeah, no, I mean, like, hey, you know, if it comes out and all the reviews are great, I'll check it out, man. I, you know, I'll, I'll mess with it. Nothing but, like some edgy purge troopers to sell a game, huh? Also, no. carry on. I was going to say, as far as Call of Duty goes, it is good. It, it feels tight. Good old-fashioned fun. But it also has the... Like you mentioned, uh, you don't want to deal with Xbox Live. I was reminded, with a quickness, the language and vocabulary and just the overall tone of Xbox Live. Because it's like cross-platform or something. And my God, have I not heard some of these words since I was like 14, 15 years old? Yeah, you're, they're pulling out the 1850s dictionary like, of and common it, insults. And, and it's not like I've taken a break from gaming or something. I was like, oh, I forgot that people still actually say this about people's mothers. <laughs> and so, it's like, I feel like I'm, I feel like I've traveled back in time. See the issue. And it makes me wonder, like, is it really not even like that it's Xbox crowd? Like, is this just really how the Call of Duty fan base is? I, I feel like what's happened is one of two They're things. always on the hunt for your mom? Either either there's sort of like an in-community cultural tradition of talking about your mom, right? Or <laughs> it's just like the same people who have been playing the game since, you know, like the franchise started and they just keep buying like every version of it. So they're all like now 35, but every time they play uh, a, Call of, a Call of Duty game, right? It like, you know, captures their youth for a second, you know, and they're 14 again sitting in their mom's living room calling some guy words I'm not going to say on the podcast and then talking about what they did to his mom last night, right? I feel like one of those things has happened, and I really want it to be the second. A lot of things have happened in the game, and it's just, uh, I don't know. I found it funny, but at the same time, like, I wanted to turn my mic on, but like, guys, it's, it's just a game. Like, let's calm down. But I knew that would be... Fruitless. I, I wish we had a soundboard and we could do the. the why are you mad? This only game. Yeah, why are you mad? It's only game. Um, it's, it's it's funny that we ran into some. I ran into some people. Um, like Dota. Um, sorry, Luca. Remember when we played Dota? Yeah. And we had that guy that was just broken. We broke a man. Yeah. And like he was trying to be so nice, because you could tell he wanted to just. Say the game word or something like that. I I don't um, think he even wanted to say the game word. I think he just wanted to sort of slip out of existence. You know. Yeah. Just he was fade. just so disappointed in us. Like he wanted to be no, Thanos. We, actually, we voluntarily uninstalled. 
Well, they waited until I was gone. I came across another one of these guys. and then uninstalled. I still can't get over that. <laughs> I'm still annoyed. It was, it was that bad, man, I promise you. Um, I came across one of those guys in Call of Duty. And it's funny when you hear it on the mic, but then when you actually come across them in the battlefield and they're just standing out in the middle and like bullet, um, bullets are whizzing by, dirt's popping off where he's getting shot at. He's like, there's no point. There's just no, like, like he's just a soldier just standing out there in the chaos. She's like, Jesus, take me now. We're not going to capture point B ever with this crew. Just, just take me out. Um, I was like, Hey, Hey man, let's maybe go for a, it'll be fine. You just, you know, you sling an arm around your bro, give him a pat on the back and go, come on, man, we can do it. Well, in Fortnite, you can carry someone, but in Call of Duty, you can't. But Wait, you mean, do you mean like actually like, carry maybe, them? Yes, you like, can yeah, pick yeah. someone up and you carry them You can actually pick someone up and carry them now. That's awesome. Yeah, and so it's been uh, it's been fun so far, though. Like, I, I've been legit having fun in that. You know, there's a learning curve, as I've said. feels like some of these kids are on cocaine. Um, and they're way faster than me. But I'm never going to be the fastest guy. I am good at strategy, though in identifying where people corridor themselves to try to get to the point and things like that. And it's so fun getting into position. I'm not camping, okay? It's actual, like, legit common sense positions. I'm not, like, hiding in a corner on a table or something like that. And uh, then just taking the out... to push. <laughs> well, there, there's one map. I can't remember the name of it right now. But it's, it's heaven for, like, snipers and people who like to play Overwatch. But you got to earn it. Like, you got to grow up 15 stairs. It's like legit four minutes in game of just cycling upstairs over and over and over. That sounds and, so fun. <laughs> I, I really so that part, play that. And so that part sucks because, like, you got to go up there. And, like, you don't know. You could have a whole squad waiting at the top of the stairs to yep. put, you, put you in your place. So it's fun you, when you actually get to get tactical with it. And you're, like, you know, sneaking around the corners, pointing your rifle up in between the stairwell and you see that one guy peeking over and then it's on. You're having like an actual action-packed shootout with Molotovs flying downstairs. You're throwing flashbangs upstairs and you're like, we're having a shootout through like this smallest tight bit of stairwell opening and it's actually fun. And then when you actually get up there and your squad wins and they start spawning on you and everything and you just start taking out all the snipers from all the rooftops, mafia style, because they've been wreaking havoc on you, because they got there first. But you were just like, one man, John, wicked your way through the rooftop. Call of Duty's back. You know, like, like you feel it, like, okay, this one's good. The other one's so-so, this one, it's good. They got good maps. I'm having fun. So we'll see. We got to keep doing updates, but... uh, I'm glad to hear that, because it's been too long of meh, you know? Yeah. Which, I mean... I'm happy with it. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure someone's gonna start cheating on something, or do you think gonna that happen with with the player base? And I'm not too familiar with the community and all that. Do you think that they would rather have yearly releases that are just there for the yearly release, or they'd rather have like every two years you get a game like this? I think every two years would be better and i'm seeing some evidence not hard evidence because i didn't think this question would come up i know in one of the nba titles said they're going to hold off and they're going to wait till next year to put something out 
Ooh. And then there's a few other titles that you would expect to come out in 2020. He's like, no, nah, we're going to do 2021. And you're like, hmm, is, is it because really? of the gonna... big, uh, the big, uh, what was it? WWE 2K19? Probably. Yeah, came out recently uh, and it was just a, a mess, like a horrible mess. Or was it 2K20? Did they release 2K20? Oh God, I don't the, know. The videos of that. And so yeah, whichever is the newest wrestling game, it, it came out and it's, it's embarrassing. It's sad. Painful. Sad. You don't want to watch it. How, maybe, maybe that made him go, hey, we can't just rush games. Uh, I don't know. Like, if, 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 if it was a rushed mess of a game, I feel like, you know, it, you know that made them learn that lesson. Like, a single one, any single one, I feel like they would have learned that a long time ago. That, that's a good point. I, I feel like, you know, I'm, maybe, I'm too optimistic when it comes to people learning lessons about game design. <laughs> like, maybe, you know, like, they've made, like, one decision one time right now with, like, ah, you know, like, you know, there was that whole Fallout fiasco a couple years ago, and then, like, ah, they, maybe we should wait a little longer this time, you know, do it. The, it, it won't last. Like, as soon as those games come out, they'll be right. But, like, six months later, it'll be five. I think when they have enough, because, you know, these major publishers are so big now, they've got so many games going on at once. But then there's, we know of so many failures, too. And so, like, when you have some, like, EA having issues with Battlefield and the Star, the last Star Wars game completely tanked, you know? And then Activision losing deals with Destiny and stuff like that. Destiny not doing too hot. And then Activision Blizzard, the whole Hong Kong thing. You're going to see that they don't have as much money to be taking these risks of just, oh, the gamers, they'll, they'll take it. They'll take whatever we give them. Sorry. I, yeah, no, I, I think, you know, maybe they've learned that lesson. But also, when you said Hong Kong, I thought you said Hong Kong. Right? No. I was like, I was like, are we talking about Untitled Goose Game? I thought we liked that. No. <laughs> no, no. But yeah, um, so yeah, Call of Duty. That's been good for me so far. Uh, really looking forward to playing Death Stranding later. And Jedi Fallen Order. I mean, we'll see. I, I'm waiting on the reviews, but don't sleep on it because uh, it's made by Respawn and it could be good. But if it's not, just another drop in the big old ocean of crap. The thing is, yeah. there are so many it, bad Star ocean. Wars games out there. Because there are yeah. just so many Star Wars games. that it, it wouldn't even be another drop in the bucket of just bad games. There's another separate bucket just for yeah, the Star is, Wars one. This is the other ocean. Like, uh, There's like a saucer for... The good games, and then a bucket for the bad games. Mm -hmm. And then another bucket um, for the bad stars. But speaking <laughs> of bad games, and the whole company like, you know, Star Wars, uh, Battlefield, I don't know if you guys have played it lately. I still have the EA Access thing. Uh, after the latest update, it it's kind of good again. Wait, which thing? Battlefield, um, Battlefield 5. 5 they, like, like, they've done some updates. I mean, okay. essentially what they did... They finished the game. They cleaned up a lot of the code <laughs> that was messed up. And what, uh, a year, a year and a half later, a year later. Yeah, yeah. Fingers crossed for um, Fallout 70s. But I remember oh, I was no. playing it for a little bit, waiting on Call of Duty to come out. And then um, I was like, 
you know, I'm having fun. I haven't experienced a glitch. People are playing to the objective. Everything sounds awesome, looks awesome. Everything feels like a fair fight. There's nothing like, you know, out of balance. Not bad. You know what? But again, a, uh... it took a year and a half to finish the game after they released it, though. You know what's a, a interesting, uh, interestingly relevant thing to that topic? Battlefield 1, right? I played Battlefield 1. I liked it besides the fact that it was like a third of my hard drive. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, apparently big games are the cool new thing. Why? Anyway, um, there has been some discussion about uh, with what Titanfall 2 did, trying to boost up their player numbers, trying to do the same thing with Battlefield 1. Um, so it's interesting that you talk about Battlefield 5 finally getting fixed because a lot of the people were saying, you know, Battlefield 5 has been so ugh for so long. It a really real descriptive was. word there, ugh, um, that you just people have people who aren't playing any Battlefield game. They're saying if they're going to play a Battlefield game, you know, Battlefield 1, they probably have it. Battlefield 1 was generally pretty well received. Um, yeah. So that, that is something that's happening. If you're listening and you have Battlefield 1, you should play it again. <laughs> same th- I would say the same thing for Titanfall 2. That yeah, absolutely. That Apparently game, that worked really well, actually. I w- even though I'm having fun with Call of Duty, probably because it's fresh, compared to Titanfall 2, Titanfall 2 is such a tighter experience, gameplay-wise, in mobility. Like, you just feel awesome in that game. Yeah, where do. Where in Call of Duty, it's like, man, everyone like just got out of boot camp. Fresh out of boot camp. We're not fast. We're not good aim. Like, oh, God. But Titanfall 2, you're like related Super to Master soldier. Chief or something. Yeah. So, um, yeah. We'll, we'll see, though. Something that I was um, thinking of, which I'm hoping will come back to me, but we covered. Oh, um, you, you did mention that Titanfall 2, and I think you were referencing how they did like the Titanfall 2 weekend. Yeah, trying to trying to boost up player numbers and all that. But they did it for like the one time a year. I really think they should just start doing that every month. Or if anything, just like every Saturday. Like, just why not? Every Saturday, before you turn on any other game, check out Titanfall 2 first. Yeah. Who's on, you know? I, I see what you mean. Uh, I feel like if it was... I, I feel like once a month might work. Yeah, yeah. Could, like, uh, hey, know. everybody get on. It, it's almost like a LAN party at that But point. for a whole weekend. I would say do it for a whole weekend. Oh, not yeah, just like, heck yeah. Like a Friday night or Saturday yeah, night, sure. they were saying. I, I mean, that, it's, it's, a, it's a cool concept. I'm surprised that it's taken so long for people to start utilizing it. Yeah, there's a game, uh, Battleborn, that I wish they would do that with, but there's like maybe 12 people left. I don't know. I'm not even exaggerating. Last time I checked Steam, it was like 12 people. That's Which a little bit tragic. Isn't... Oh, yeah, that man. was the one. It's that... a fully fledged game. They just went up against Overwatch. Yeah, like, that's the one Jesus. everyone always compares to Overwatch, and it's just sort of like, well, you you done goofed, kid. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that that's that's got to be tragic, you know. You pour, you, well, you pour it... your heart and soul into a game, and, you know. Uh, well, was well, it, it was it heart it, and soul? Because it looks awful. No, it, it, no, no. So okay, so yes, I agree with you there. I played it for a good bit. There's a lot of stuff going on on the screen. However. Once you start to understand what's going on, it's like, okay, this game has just turned its style up a little bit too much. It's a little busy, but you know what 
you know what's going on. Like it doesn't hinder the game. Mm-hmm. But where the game failed was because some of its marketing almost copied like beat for beat some of Overwatch's marketing. And so it looked like they were trying to compare games. Which but they're, I they're remember watching like, E3. That is what it came off as, definitely. Yeah. But it's like as far as like they were their own game, completely different, different aspects. Like I liked it's like MOBA like feel to it, you know? But without being a MOBA that you have to worry about this, 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 this. You just yeah, I had fun with it. I liked the kind of strategies you can get into. It, it fit for me perfectly all the different ways I like to play a game or contribute to a team. I mean... It, Overwatch um, it was completely different game, just through and through. Like, that's definitely like a hero-based shooter yeah. where this one was like a MOBA first that had heroes, you know? Yeah, I, I that, still, I mean... That it was third person or first person. And, uh, but yeah, it's, it's too bad. It's, it's kind of like Lawbreakers when, when you can't, when you can't launch and, and man, Law, Lawbreakers was, was real sad because content creators were being paid left and right to, to play that and show it off. And it just, nobody was interested apparently. God, it, a little bit of a different story, but does, do you remember, uh, Guns of Icarus? Yes, I do. Oh, <laughs> that, that game, it was, it, Okay, the thing about it is it's sort of strange because I look at it and it's sort of a flawed mess and kind of repetitive, and yet it was mm-hmm. incredibly fun just yeah, because I, I everyone everyone on the team had to sort of... It, there were so many like different tactics you could take, right? And like it was never so popular that the meta just got figured out and like everyone just did the same thing. I mean, there was like a couple, you know, different like, uh, things that a lot of people did that worked pretty well, but you know you could really play around with that, right? You know it was it was very fun. Um, for so, and they for someone who's never of, heard of Guns of Icarus, what's the general? Okay, system? so it's steampunk aesthetic, right? Uh, you you have mm-hmm. some airships. Uh, there's well, I think it was three classes. There's pilot, engineer, and gunner. Um, and they all have their own little benefits. Uh, the pilot, and you can only have one pilot per team. Per, yeah, you per can ship. only have one pilot uh, per ship. Engineers and uh, gunners, those are. Uh, you, you know, like uh, the other three people, because there's four people on a ship, they can pick either mm-hmm. one. They're three engineers or three whatever. Right? Um, always pick all engineers. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, and like you know, you uh, there was a bunch of different classes of ships, and they all had you know different speeds and different armors and different uh like gun layouts and stuff, right? And so you know they all had their different advantages and a really well organized team that sort of knew what it was doing could generally sort of use any of the ships to pretty good effectiveness, but there were some that were just easier to use than other. It, it was a good game. Based right? on gun placement was the big yes, thing. Yes, that, that was the big thing was, you know, how are the guns placed? Um, anyway, it, it was a very good game, right? You know, v- very fun, but it, like... And they paid a lot of YouTubers to play it. There was a big competition uh, between, you know, that they... Uh, between, like, they got, like, Game Grumps and J- uh, Jacksepticeye and, mm-hmm. and Markiplier and a bunch of other ones, you know, on on board and cinnamon toast whatever you know um and it was a great game i i had a clan in it or guild or whatever it was called and then just sort of overnight it just died like just it was just gone <laughs> it might have been completely held up by just the youtubers to be honest well, no because think- the the youtuber kind of trend that fell off for a while yeah, and it- then 
it was like a few months after that, at least. It, it was more than a few months. Like it, it was interesting because they pay. It was a very ble- uh, brief sort of like, okay, we're gonna get a bunch of YouTubers to play, right? It didn't last that long. And then there was a community for the game, and it was pretty consistent for like, I I can't even really say how long because I feel like the game had been around for a while before they did the YouTube. It's hard to really say. It just sort of died overnight, and it was really sort of sad. Was it because of lack of updates or content? I, I, yeah, or I like... feel like that's kind of what it was. Is that like I know they did some big update that was supposed to like, I, I to be fair, I have revive no it. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I don't really understand what it, they were trying to do. It doesn't seem to make that much sense to me. Um, but yeah, no. I think what happened is they they were just. There was only so much you could really do with the game. It's like, okay, get on an airship, fight some other airships. Rinse, repeat. Yeah. You, you didn't even have, uh, like you have in Sea of Thieves, where you have like a saber and a flintlock or anything like that. No. Um, and, and I think in terms of steampunk airship fighting games, it's a genre that you could totally make a real banger with, right? Yeah. You throw in some airship combat, you make it so that these airships, because it was made for like, Gosh, what what year was that? It, it was the technical limitations were obvious, something like that. Mm. Um, well, so well, you could definitely also... make big airships cruise with you know what would be like two shot rifles or something like that because yeah. it's steampunky. Well, yeah, doing you know... doing raids, getting in like little I don't know grapple guns and shooting across. It'd yeah, be great. Yeah. it would be amazing. And and you could have Before like Overwatch. Little, you could have like little um. Like one man sort of like motorcycle airships with little guns, you know. Yeah, like little, little, little skippy guys. Jet. There's so much you could do with it that it would be a really brilliant genre for someone with you know enough devs and capital to sort of make a game, and I think it'd be massively successful. What were you saying, Wes? <laughs> I was saying before Overwatch, what was there going on? Because I feel like Overwatch and then Fortnite, those titans of games, kind of started to sweep up all of the player bases. Of these other games, she's like, you know, you would. I mean, I could be wrong, maybe biased because I love Overwatch and I like Fortnite for a good while. I, but the games before that, around that time, weren't as nearly as massive or mega. Like, yeah, you had Dota and stuff, but again, that's to PC, major PC game. What about overall? Like, there wasn't anything like Overwatch yet. I kind of agree with you. I mean, like, the, obviously, you know, there was, like, a, a bunch of big franchises, like Call of Duty or whatever. But I feel like there used to be... I, yeah, I don't think there was... That I because can think the, of such a Overwatch singular came monolith. out, I think it was 2015, 2016. And if this Guns of Vickers game was around 14 or 15, you know, and then, yeah, year goes by, they try to update it. There's all these other games that are already trying to compete for your time. And then here comes this juggernaut out of nowhere and twitch is picking up steam yeah and you can't risk playing some game that might be dying versus you got the new hotness overwatch here you know yeah because twitch whether people want to admit or not like you could be someone who never watches twitch in your day in your life twitch definitely has an impact on the economy of video games right now same as youtube does yeah i i I entirely agree we've talked about how um untitled goose came I'm sure the developer set out to make a game that he wanted to make, but let's not act like he didn't think at all about the meme potential of this game, especially when they bought into the meme. When at first it was just called the working title was Untitled Goose Game, and then people on Reddit or all over just said, you should just call it that, and then they did. 
Okay, so um, sorry, I I I was thinking like 2013, 2014 is when Guns Rickers came out. No, it came out in 2012. Now, yeah, that's me, that's what I was thinking. Let me, yeah, uh, I think I think 2013, 2014 might be when they did the big YouTuber push. Because it mm-hmm. definitely mm-hmm. was not in 2012, and I because I, I remember buying it in 2015 and didn't play it until like 2016, and and feeling like, oh, where is everything? Yeah, by then, yeah, by then the servers yeah. would have been real dead. Um, let me see. I know they paid Jontron to do a uh, a uh, play a uh, uh, play of it, and I I cannot find the vi- yeah. Here we go. Um, so his play, yeah, he he played it in 2016. So they waited like. Several years before they promoted the game, and it gained an audience. And then, as soon as it seemed to gain one, it ungained it. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So sad. Well, it happens. Um, <laughs> well, now we have these three big games: Death Stranding. I don't see Death Stranding taking up. Uh, you know, we'll find out. I I gotta play the game later. I'm thinking around six p.m. Eastern. Is when I'm gonna when I'm gonna start that Twitch stream. All right. It'll be the first playthrough. Like we're gonna go through the menu together, everything from scratch. So you're not gonna miss anything. And if you want me to play the game in a certain way, let's try it out. Let's see what we can do to break this game or make this game even better. So it'll be interactive in that sort. Um other than that, anything got anything else before we wrap up? No. Yeah, I can't. I can't think of anything. Okay, <laughs> we're all good there. So again, thanks for dropping in. Uh, the commentary was helpful, especially on the uh, phase Jarvis. It was good hearing your guys' points on that. And uh, see us again next week, two p.m. Eastern time. We're going to be here every Friday. Check us out on HeavyShelf.com, where you will see one of the latest series that we have putting out is by Moose himself. Dota's Dungeons and Dota. I was wait. It's not Dota's and Dungeons. There you go. There you go. You got it. Dungeons and Dota. Yeah, still still working on the second of that. Computer shutting down randomly hasn't helped. Yeah, um, that one's been getting a lot of clicks because it's genuinely good original content. As soon as he said he had the idea, I was like, "Yes, do that." I legit want to see it. Tasty content. Yeah, and so definitely check that out. And then, um, yeah, we're gonna be trying to do some more streams now that we have all these AAA games here. Uh, we've all been busy with things. Hopefully we'll get Sly back on some streams here too. You may remember he did a lot of our nighttime streams. And other than that, you're going to see me playing a lot of Death Stranding. And if you want to see me die by the hands of children over and over and over, I'll play some Call of Duty as well. I I would enjoy watching. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of little screens. A lot of respawning. (laughs) But um, again, guys, thanks for dropping in. And see you again next time.